This podcast is intended for healthcare professionals. The information presented is for general educational purposes only and should not be used as professional medical advice or for the diagnosis or treatment of medical conditions. The views and opinions expressed do not represent the views and opinions of our employer or any affiliated institution. Expressed opinions are based on scientific facts under certain conditions and subject to certain assumptions and should not be used or relied upon for any other purpose, including but not limited to the diagnosis or treatment of medical conditions or in any legal proceeding. Full terms and conditions can be found at portablebeats.com. And now on to the episode. Howdy, and welcome to Portable Peds, the Pediatric Board Review Podcast, and welcome to our inaugural episode of the podcast. So this is going to be a weekly podcast where we have a case-based presentation that we make up ourselves. We're not using anyone's copyrighted material. Um, Each case will be a short case presented with multiple answer choices. Uh, Then we will go through and discuss why the right answer is right and why the wrong answers are wrong, just like you would do in any sort of question bank, but it's in an audio format. It's going to be a short-form podcast, no longer than 10 to 15 minutes max, um, and this will be reinforced over social media and on our website. If you ever want to read the questions for yourself, it'll be in the show notes and on our website as well, Um, but we just wanted to give you guys some good board review content. We'll launch a couple of these inaugural episodes to start as a bank, and then we'll start doing a weekly podcast in January of 2021. Um, But our first episode, our first few episodes are going to be on immunizations. So this first episode is going to be about tetanus. So let's just jump right into it. The case is a 12-year-old previously healthy male presents to the ED after stepping barefoot on a broken bottle on the beach. He has a jagged, deep laceration to his right foot, approximately 4 centimeters in length. His immunization history is unknown, however. What tetanus post-exposure prophylaxis should this patient receive? The answer choices are A, Tdap and tetanus immunoglobulin, B, Tdap only, C, Td only, D, neither Tdap or tetanus immunoglobulin, or E, tetanus immunoglobulin only. We'll let you think on it for a couple seconds, and then we'll come back and give you the answer in the discussion. All right. So hopefully you've had some time to think about it. If not, pause the episode. Feel free to look at it on the show notes or on the website to get a further look at it. But to here to help discuss the case with me is one of our frequent co-hosts, Liz Grogan. Hi, everyone. All right, Liz, so why don't you walk us through what the right answer is and kind of the theory behind what we're doing, what we're doing for this kiddo. Sure. So the right answer to this question is answer choice A, which is Tdap and tetanus immunoglobulin. Let's talk a little bit about why that's the right answer. So after a tetanus-prone injury, it is recommended to receive a tetanus toxoid-containing vaccine, either TD, Tdap, or TT, if the following conditions are met. So the first condition is any person with an uncertain or incomplete history of completing a three-dose primary series of tetanus toxoid-containing vaccine. The second condition is if the most recent dose was given 10 or more years ago for minor and clean wounds. And the third condition is if the most recent dose was given five or more years ago for puncture wounds or wounds contaminated with dirt. It's also recommended to add a single dose of tetanus immune globulin except in the case of minor and clean wounds, if it's unclear that a three-dose primary vaccination series has been completed. 
Yeah. So because the immunization history in this kiddo is unknown, he at bare minimum needs a tetanus toxoid containing vaccine, such as Tdap. Uh, he's a little old for DTAP, so he would actually get Tdap in this scenario. Also, because his wound was contaminated with dirt, he also needs immunoglobulin. If the wound had been clean and minor, he would not have needed tetanus immunoglobulin. Um, or if he had received at least three doses of the tetanus toxoid-containing vaccines, then he also would not require tetanus immunoglobulin. Also, if he had, in this scenario, for example, so he's a 12-year-old, if he had received his normal vaccines at the normal intervals as a child, uh, he would have gotten his Tdap booster at 11 to 12 years of age. He's a 12-year-old. So he, hypothetically, if he was up to down all his vaccines, would not need either an immunoglobulin or a Tdap booster if his immunization history was known. And that's why D could be a potential correct answer if his immunization history was known. But since we don't, he gets all the things. Well, that's our discussion about this kiddo in this case. If you want to listen to more episodes, we'll be coming out every week for you. Episodes will drop on Saturday and be uploaded on all the podcasting platforms that you listen to on Sundays with discussions on social media about each answer choice on Monday through Friday. If you want to follow us, our website is portablepeds.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter at PortablePeds. And if you want to follow us at all, give us a like. So feel free to send us an email at portablepeds at gmail.com and tell your friends. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks.